0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the More Authenticity Podcast with Evelyn Edwards. I'm your host, Evelyn Edwards, and I've recently been recording a little bit later in the day. Like, right now it's 8 o'clock, and I said the time last week as well, I think. But, and I realized why, and it's because Cruella, my dog, I keep looking at her. She's sleeping right now. So, it's like your baby child, well... Probably most of you that are listening do not have a child, but if you are a mom, then you understand. <laughs> you understand where I'm coming from of having a puppy dog. Yes, that is what I'm trying to relate a child to. Um, no, but you understand the freedom that you have when the child's sleeping, because I obviously can't literally do a 45 minute podcast sitting down and talking without her interrupting whatsoever. So I'm crossing my fingers that she stays asleep this whole podcast, even though I'm talking. So I'm like trying not to talk super loud and cause much commotion, but oh well, if it does, that's fine. So I don't really mind recording later. I just know that my voice kind of gets tired sometimes. So if it becomes a pattern, I'll just have to figure out I'm talking out loud at this point. I know last week, okay, I'm going to get water. As I was saying, I know last week I had to like stop right in the middle just like I did to get water. So, my voice was kind of tired from it and I think that's why it was a little bit of a shorter episode. So, I'm hoping that's not the case for this one, but... Happy Wednesday. I hope y'all are having a great Wednesday. I am currently right now packing for my St. John trip next week. It's coming up so soon. I am so incredibly happy and excited about it. I have never really traveled outside of the United States, even though it is U.S. territory. I just have not traveled anywhere else other than basically like the eastern part of the states so never more than a two-hour flight I'm pretty sure that's the longest flight I've been on so this one's I think four hours three and a half I'm not really sure but I'm super excited I've been kind of preparing myself packing now and I'm typically like a super anxious driven packer like i pack for every situation and every scenario um and so i'm going with my boyfriend's family dylan's family and i'm it's for all of their graduation gifts like dylan graduated college jesse graduated um community college with her associates and then austin just graduated high school so we're all going and I'm very, very excited and eager to see some blue ass water. If you watch Cody Ko. Um, I'm very excited. Oh my god. Literally take a shot every time I say I'm very excited. But packing right now has just been super stressful. And I would have thought that I'd be kind of anxious about what I'm going to wear. And things like that. But I've been reassured multiple times that barely that I barely need anything pretty much. Like bathing suits, obviously, cover-ups mostly because we'll go to like restaurants that you just can walk up to but you need like a cover-up or shorts and a shirt on and so just a couple nice outfits. So I am chilling on what I need to pack that way but since we're going for 10 days, I need to make sure that I have like everything that I need for school So I mean my iPad and my computer and then I'll need like the shampoo, conditioner, body wash, like a razor because we're going to be at the beach and aloe, vera because I burn easy and then they require coral reef sunscreen. So I've been on the hunt for that and I've been looking at like all the active ingredients now in the grocery store. Um, I first bought two... A pack of two, 2.9 ounce bottles for $32. It was by Badger. Excuse me. It was by Badger, this company that's like land and sea preventative, like harmful chemicals. And it's all legit. And so I understand their pricing. But it's like, dude, that is crazy. $32 for two small little things of sunscreen. So I went to Harris Teeter just tonight. Actually I had to grocery shop uh, which is another like big headache because I've just been like all over the place recently and it's hard to grocery shop for yourself when meals kind of pop up and you're like okay lunch is taken care of because I'm going to eat here dinner's taken care of but I still have food at home and then I get home and I'm like oh I can eat this open it up. No I cannot eat this. So I got frozen foods this time and I'm hoping that that will be better and up my alley because I just kept getting fresh stuff at the store and like I would come home I'm like, dang it, this avocado is bad and like I had pumpkin, which is for Cruella because if they have an upset stomach, give them pumpkin and it calms it and so she threw up the other day and I was like, oh, I need to give her some pumpkin. Um, which I think she threw up because I accidentally got crunchy peanut butter and she loves peanut butter, like absolutely loves it. And I love giving it to her. That's funny. Her eyes opened when I said it, but I love giving it to her because she like smacks and I just think it's the cutest thing. But anyways, I open up the pumpkin and there's small little mold things everywhere. And I'm like, dang it. Like, it's so gross. And I'm like, dude, why am I like this? You know? But anyways, I was looking at these ingredients and I found some, it was like the mineral one for like babies and the only active ingredient is zinc. So like all of the three bad O's are not in it. So I got two bottles of those, each $10 and one was five ounces and one was six ounces. So, and I need to bring two, they said, because we're obviously closer to the equator than we are right now so it's going to be a lot more intense down there and since I burn easy I need to be prepared so I can also get sunscreen there I think Um, but I don't know how expensive it will be down there so I'm just going to be prepared now and then I bought like some cute cover ups on Amazon and I had one from Shein from like a long time ago that's still intact. It's like this right white crochet and now that crochet is kind of back in I'm like, oh, I can actually wear this. Because when I got it, I like didn't really like it because I really felt like a grandma. But now honestly, it's kind of the move. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I ordered from Shein and I feel awful. I will tell you that. I was looking at like one pieces and Shein popped up. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I could just try one piece, because mainly if I get, say I get my period down there in St. John, sorry if, if this is TMI, but typically I get very bloated. Actually, not sorry. Girls get periods every month, and if you can't handle that, then you need to fix your attitude. But typically I get bloated when I'm on my period, and now that I got the next one on out my body's, like, trying to readjust everything, and so I've never been this bloated, and it's to the point where it, like, hurts. I'm literally looking down, and I'm like, I legit look nine ones pregnant. It's not even funny. So, I was like, if I kind of get like that, maybe I could pull a one-piece little play, and kind of feel more confident in it. I know I am bringing high-waisted stuff, but I still want to get like a good tan. Um, so yes, I also need to pack like some snacks that I want because I don't know what they're going to have down there. And like a beach towel and just all that stuff. I've never been on such a long vacation, to be honest. So I'm very excited. I... I'm almost nervous that I'm going to underpack. Like, I'm like, okay, I only need, like, three pairs of shoes. Which, I don't know. Like, I really only need three pairs. I, now I'm just talking out loud. It doesn't matter. I got my nails done um, Monday, which was a really nice treat to myself. Getting them filled is so much more expensive. I mean, so much less expensive than kind of just getting them off and then getting them back again because it's always such like a hassle so I'm like I'm just gonna keep up with it until it is not in my budget anymore. So so far I've been enjoying them. I last got them done May 9th on Lydia's birthday so my last set of nails lasted me for almost a month because I got them done on the 6th. Um it's a nice like bright pink color, not super hot pink, but it's pretty vibrant so I think it'll pop. Um, with a tan, and then I'll do my own toes, even though if I could choose, I would rather have the nail salon do my toes than my nails, just because they really get in there, you know what I mean? Like, they really do your toes good, and I am for it. I would... I, there's something about like doing people's toes and just cleaning them out. It's kind of like cleaning ears to some people. I know it sounds like super, super duper gross and I get it, but I have no shame. I would do my grandma's toes and love my grandma to get to death. Well, <laughs> sorry, she, I know my grandma's laughing at me. I love her so much. <laughs> um, I would always, like, give her a spa, and she was never really able to reach her toes, so I always loved doing her toes, because you really never knew what we were are gonna get. <laughs> She's probably up there being like, Evelyn Kay, why are you exploiting my toes like that? All right, no, they weren't, like, bad. All right, I'm just gonna stop talking about them. Um, anyways, if I had to choose, I would have them do my toes rather than my nails, but, my nails definitely needed it. So I'm going to paint my toes white because I think that's also going to pop with a tan. I've been to the pool the last couple of days, just kind of getting a base tan slash burn because I burn, um, the first like couple times I'm out in the sun. So I wanted it to be when I'm here and not down there. So yes, let's see. What else do I have? Okay, so I got rear-ended back in January of this year, and the collision place couldn't get me in until today. So, from January to June, I've had, like, a little fender bender bump on the back of my bumper, which, it wasn't a big deal, but you could tell everything was kind of out of socket back there, and it was just kind of annoying to drive with, just... I don't know. I I didn't personally like it, obviously, but I took it in today and I was told by somebody, I don't remember if it was the collision place or the insurance company, that because they're not able to obviously take the car in right away, the rental car, um ticket or request is going to, like, expire after 30 days, so I'm just gonna have to re-request it when I need it, and so I was trying to figure all that out of how to get a rental car, because right now I don't have a car, and they just called me back, and they said that it's estimated that my car could be done on Thursday, I mean Friday, but it could also be done next Wednesday, so between now and Friday, I still need a car, um as well as now to next Wednesday, or actually till Sunday, because I leave Monday. So anyways, I was stressing out about this rental because I was calling and I was babysitting and I was like, I can't really be on the phone while I'm watching a one-year-old and a four-year-old. And so it's just, I was so flustered, but we finally got it figured out. I have an appointment tomorrow. To get my rental car and pick it up so unfortunately i didn't have a rental today which is why i drove my dad's truck and it's been actually really fun i feel like a bad beach in it to be honest and i love it so i kind of changed up like the uh tuning levels in his truck My dad doesn't like bass a lot because it kind of gives him a headache sometimes. And so I cranked that bass up and I was just bumping in his car on the way back to my place. And when I parked at Harris Teeter, I'm like, yeah, bitch, I drive a GMC. What you drive? Oh, a little Toyota. What you looking at? (laughs) It was funny. And like all these grown men driving trucks too. I'm like, hey, (laughs) is there like a wave that we do, you know? Um, Anyways, I love driving my dad's trucks when I can. It's like a small old GMC canyon. It does what it needs to, but nothing huge. Um, So, yes, but because I go on vacation on Monday, I don't know how I'm going to get the rental car back. That's another problem that I'm just kind of talking out loud with. But, very excited to go on vacation. Again, take a shot i um, kind of in a goofy mood now that I think about it. Something about... Oh, crew sleeping. She's cute. Something about late nights. It's just... It feels good to just let it all out and talk. Um, so, yeah. Because I leave on Monday, I have to have pre-recorded episodes. And so, my next two one's going to be with a guest. And another one is a single, obviously. And so, I'm needing to record both of those this week, and yeah, so you won't be hearing from any really big updates in the next two episodes, this one's going to be like the long stretch updates, so don't you worry, but let's talk about the Top Gun movie though, before we get into it, this is the last thing, I am going to be honest, I haven't seen the first one, but I've been dying to see it anyways, and it's made me want to see the second one, Plus, the hype around it. I gotta know what the hype is type deal. So, my boyfriend's family just went and saw it tonight. So, I'm excited to see what they thought. And then, which they're big Top Gun movie fans anyways. Like, they were all excited when it came out. I remember his mom and dad were Maverick and the other girl from the Top Gun. So, for Halloween. Forgot to add that in there, but I am really excited to see the Elvis movie that's coming out. Who's Elvis? I think it's Cody Simpson, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know, I could be totally wrong. But I'm excited to see the Elvis movie and the Jurassic Park movie. Those two movies, I'm very excited to see. Also just found out today that there's a new Avatar movie coming out in December. So I gotta go see that too, because growing up, I loved Avatar. So, yeah. Those are the new movies, if you obviously didn't know. On Netflix, I watched a new movie. It's called Senior Year. It has Fat Amy in it. And, well, she's not that big anymore. She lost a lot of weight and she looks great. But, she plays the role. So, okay. The whole point of Senior Year is basically this teenage girl wakes up after 20 years of coma. Of being in a coma. So, she was obviously 17 when she got knocked out and woke up at 37. And it's Fat Amy. And I think it's hilarious. It's rated R. So, it's it's pretty funny. Um, So, yeah. I recommend watching it. It was kind of weird. Cringy a little bit. Just like high school stuff and just how they acted. (laughs) But, It was cringy enough to be really funny, so I recommend that. So, okay, let's get into today's episode. Okay, so when I started listening to podcasts, this one podcast called The Ed Milet Show popped up, and I fell in love with his show. And there was one episode... That he was interviewing somebody. He interviews a lot of people. But I forget exactly which one it was. And it was kind of about going through hardships. And trauma and weight. And how people go through anxiety and depression. And that type of stuff. And Ed Milette just said. We are not made to hold so much capacity. And it's like that quote or that sentence, or phrase, that he just randomly said really stuck out to me. I remember the episode not being completely about not being able to hold so much capacity, Um, and when he said that, I was like, wow, there is so much truth in that, and I wrote it down in my notes. I put it in my podcast ideas before I even had a podcast. And I put it in bold. Because I was like, this is something that I am super eager to share my thoughts and what I think about this phrase. I call it a phrase. I keep saying a quote, but it's not really a quote. Like, I, I don't really think it's on Pinterest or anything like that. But when I think about my phrase, we're not made to hold so much capacity. I think of going back in time to when Adam and Eve ate that apple and disobeyed the Lord. And that was when sin was now made into the world. And the whole point of Jesus dying on the cross for us was so that way we were able to have a relationship with God because God is not able to come into contact with sin. So since there is sin in the world, God is not able to come into contact with it. And so this is what just makes sense in my head. Because I agree, it's so hard to sit there and think, why do these things happen in the world? Why can't God fix everything? I don't understand what's going on. Like, you know, if he's so great, why can't he just snap his fingers or whatever? I don't even know if he has fingers. But I just don't understand how... God is such like a miracle worker that he can't fix these problems. And it's because sin exists in the world and he cannot come into contact with it. We are able to have a relationship with him though. And we are able to come into contact with him because Jesus died for our sins. So all that weight is on Jesus. And I can't even fathom that. And I am forever grateful To be able to have a relationship with the Lord because I feel him through others. I feel him through angel numbers. I feel his presence through my prayers. Everything like that. And it's like because I accepted him as my Lord and Savior. I am able to have a lot of this weight and peace. Or weight off my shoulders and peace in my life with him. And so now when i kind of relate that to fast forwarding to the 1900s i'm like okay they lived such a simpler life so to speak i can't really say anything i'm just looking back now but i know that was when like the war was going on and everything like that but there was no technology there was no pressure to do super well in school, like, if you didn't want to, like, people didn't go to college, my grandma didn't go to college, and she still was successful, so it's like, you know, nowadays, we have basically grown up kind of being drilled, at least into me, that, like, you're going to a four-year university, you're gonna have to be successful, and success is kind of determined by money, and how much you make, and who knows you, and what people know you for, And it's like the status. I'm not for the status. I could give a shit about the status, actually. I can feel it in others, too, when all they care about is the status. And it really bothers me because I just know that that's not what we're here for type deal. And so it's like, okay, if we're not here for the status, then what are we here for? Well, I believe that we are here to serve a purpose. We're here to... Everyone's purpose is different. But we're here to basically show people who the Lord is and live intently. Like, spend the time with those who love you and who you love. And I just... I don't want it to be so caught up in, oh... The point of me living right now is to be able to, like, get my followers up, to have an insane body, to have so much money, and to give myself to work, and to just all of these, like, monetary value things that aren't fulfilling at the end. Because when you die, you don't bring anything to the grave. Like this new purse or this new watch or earrings or shoes or, you know, all of this stuff. You, everybody has what they need. But I think about how much weight can be put on our shoulders based off of things that we go through. And because the Lord can't come into contact with sin... It's really hard to avoid it. So, what I mean by this is the Lord didn't put us on the earth to be sexually assaulted by one of your family members. The Lord didn't put us on the earth to be robbed from a mother growing up. The Lord didn't put us on this earth to suffer every day from anxiety and depression the Lord did not put us on this earth to watch somebody get killed in front of us. I mean it breaks my heart to even really talk about because those are intense and heavy topics and there's so much weight even just thinking about them. Like my chest is just tight thinking about those that are affected by what has happened to them and we're not made to be here to suffer or to go through any of that. Like, that wasn't his intention, right? So it's like, we weren't really made to hold so much capacity. Because he he made us. We are beautifully and wonderfully made in his image. And unfortunately, with how the world is today, there is sin and there is brokenness. brokenness and we can't really fix it but what we can do is find peace of knowing that we were not made to be this way and it's okay if we don't turn on the news every night i definitely don't i don't really watch news anyways being a 21 year old but it's so negative within the news today, and with technology how it is, we can get so much information in literally the palm of our hand. Like, I know that's been said so many times from so many different people, but we can learn what's going on in Europe, in Greece, in Italy, in France, in California in Canada and it's like nobody was able to do that back in the day that that is not the whole point in life is to know all the news everywhere so why is it that we need to hyper fixate on every little thing trying to fix every little thing and it's just at some point you have to turn it off and say I I can't hold this much capacity. Like, I, I literally can't put all of this on myself. So, when I think about human evolution, I think about back in the day, cavemen, they used their wisdom teeth because they had to, right? But nowadays, we get them pulled out because we don't need to. And so I get that humans are evolving into how we are living today in our body structure and everything like that. Um, But with the whole technology aspect, I don't think that we're evolving like we're supposed to. Like, I know there are insanely smart people out there, but you also had insanely smart cavemen. And so it's like, I don't really find a difference, at least in my brain, in my capacity, that there's any evolution there. Like, with our mental capacity, I don't think that's changed. Or our mental evolution, sorry. I don't think that's really changed. I think still people back in the day were anxious and depressed, had PTSD. I mean, heck, the whole war is a whole other, like, century that we went through and it's like I couldn't imagine sending off a loved one to war and it's probably because now I learn so much of what has happened in war with technology and movies and YouTube and it's like you could basically live through the war without even being in it but back in the day they didn't even know what the war was kind of like or really what to prepare for well they obviously knew what to prepare for but when you're in it you don't really know until you're in it is what I'm saying. And so when the wives would send off their husbands, it was like, you know, they're going to war, but it's like, okay, what what were the wives' mindset? Like what did they think war was? I'm not trying to downplay it. I I just realized that kind of probably sounded really bad. Like it wasn't like a sword fighting thing. Like I understand they were insane. It's probably the same. But now we are more so able to see and feel that emotion through videos and movies, everything like that. And it's like, you know, even knowing that is a lot. But we were not put on this earth to go through all of this intentionally. Unfortunately, that's just kind of how the world is today. But it's a really... Peacemaker, at least for my mind, to know that we were not made to hold all of this. And that's why I give a lot of my troubles, my worries, my thoughts, anything that's something I really can't handle. It's not that I can't handle, it's just I don't want to handle it by myself because I can get really anxious, I can get overwhelmed. And if I don't have to, why would I? Why would I go through that if I don't have to? The peace that I feel being able to pray and give all of my worries to the Lord when I know that he's probably looking down sad for us because of everything that we are experiencing because he's like that wasn't really my intention of creating this whole world none of it was and so it's like he's there to help like there's only good things when you talk to the Lord right like you're o- he's only there to help. There's certain things in life that build your character. And I don't think we go through things specifically that's going to traumatize us to build our character. Like, that's what I'm getting at. I think me saying I'm building my character is like losing a close Friendship that died off, that you build your character from. Not building my character from straight up losing a loved one. That's just God's timing of when they leave type deal, but I'm just saying, like, the weight of losing a loved one, no one can fathom, and that's not really there to build your character, in my opinion. So I wanted to make that straight because I can kind of hear in the back of my head, which happens a lot. I kind of am so controversial with myself. Like I'll counter interject or what's the word? What's the word? I'll counteract what I'm talking about just so that way I can like check off every box. But I'm like, okay, I'm just going to talk about it because I don't need to check off every box. So, that's why I kind of keep jumping back and forth, and I just thought of that. I'm like, why? I'm like, worried about the wives sending their husbands off and like, downplaying their thoughts. Like, there's no point in me. Anyways. There's only so much that we can do to improve ourselves as well, on a lighter note. There's only so much that we can do for skincare. There's only so much that we can do to our bodies to work out. There's only so much that we can do before we burnout. And when you think about burnout, it's like, why the hell do we even have burnout? I don't think burnout was something that was made for us to go through, in general. It's like, burnout already is such a case in point that we're not made to hold so much capacity. Especially nowadays, with Everybody telling you that to be successful, you have to earn so much money, you have to have, you know, a good car, a good house, and just all of these exterior things. They don't talk about to be successful, you have to love your husband, love your wife. To be successful, you have to have a relationship with your mom and dad and your kids and your sisters and your brothers and your dogs like there is nobody telling us that to be successful it's to fulfill your interactions with your loved ones it's you have to go to to a four-year college get a degree do as many internships as you can work so hard to the point where all you do is work and sleep on repeat then you work out to help keep healthy in your body. And it's like you're already so exhausted from doing work and school and trying to build your LinkedIn profile and build up a business that you want to succeed and all of this stuff. It's like, that's a lot. And I was not made for that. I remember at one point in time, I was in summer. No. I think... No, yeah, it was in summer. I was taking 18 credits in summer. No. I was taking 12 credits, sorry, in summer. I was working 20 hours a week. I was a manager. I was um, also a... Or I was co-manager, sorry. And I was the customer success person. And... I forget what else I had. I don't think it- yeah. But I just remember constantly my schedule was packed. I had no free time. I feel like I barely saw my family. And it's like, even looking back now, it's like, I was not made to do all of that. That's- like, nobody's a robot. Like, it's okay to relax is what I'm trying to get at. Like, there is nobody- That's telling you that you can't not be successful if you don't do any of those previous things that I just listed. And it's like, if you determine your success by monetary value, which is kind of a whole other topic, it's not what we were made to be here for. Like, we weren't made to get the... Next new drop of whatever your favorite makeup or clothing or purse or accessories, that type of deal. Or even your car. All of these, like, accessories and features. It's like, oh, success is measured by this money. And it's like, dude, money was literally came into play because people used it to trade and it's literally an exchange. Back in the day people traded nails for bricks and a mirror for wood and like it was just an exchange. And so now it's like the more you have, the more successful you are. And it's like, no, I, I don't I don't think that. I'm very fortunate enough to have been born into a middle aged I mean, not a middle aged a middle income class to the point where I don't have to really worry about money ever. But even when I was worrying about money, because I was not able to move out unless I paid for my living expenses. And so I was able to save up. But even when I was worried about paying rent and groceries and paying for my car and gas and all of these extra things. And it's like, the Lord provide. I remember I was so struggling one month that... I, I didn't know how I was going to pay my rent, to be honest. And there was an email the next day about a grant for $500 at NC State. And it was like, dude, I needed that. <laughs> um, so it's like, I, I don't classify me having money or the lack of money any type of success. I think me moving out was a success within myself. You know what I mean? That was more of a mental success of like, you are stepping up, you're growing up, and that is a success. However you want to pay your rent, however you get it that way, that's that doesn't determine your success. And I get wanting to... feel accomplished and have the things that you want in life and to do that you have to get a certain amount of money and to want that certain amount of money nowadays you have to have you know a four-year degree and all of this stuff and if that's your goal and if that's your dream you go for it what I'm saying I don't I don't want to undermine anybody that has all these things I just I don't want it to be so overwhelmed of this projection onto other people that in order for you to be successful you have to do a b and c it's like no you do what you want to do have your dream and i think with being successful is to be mentally and physically fulfilled not all of these monetary values and i guess physical aspects in life to say that you're fulfilled and so I just cracked my knuckles. I'm sorry if you don't like that. But when I look back into my life of when I was grinding so hard and when I was at my most anxious spot, I look back and I'm like, dang, that I, I actually went into overtime right there and I knew that I wasn't made for this. Like I wasn't wanting this for the rest of my life but it felt like I needed to do it momentarily and I understand you got to do what you got to do but I do want you to understand also that you weren't made to hold that much capacity like you being burnt out and overwhelmed is a result of going through all of that but it's not like you were made for it I really hope this is making sense and I'm not just a broken record here. I have a lot of conversations multiple times a week about how work is so stressful to some people and this one person specifically and how, you know, every time I don't feel joy radiating from them because of work. And it's like, wow, if only... If only you could see what I see from the outside in. Then would you try to make a change. In knowing that we are not made to hold this much capacity. If people are worried about. Wanting all of their extra amenities paid for. And that's why they're going through what they're going through. It's like all of these things are not coming to the grave with us. And I can assure you. That you're going to be provided for no matter what. I have no doubt in my mind that you will not be taken care of. And for what you need, right? Like, you need food, water, a shelter. And things are going to work out how it's supposed to. So there is no point in being a superhuman trying to do all of these things because it's just so worldly. Like if you think about it, I doubt the woman that worked from home and the men that did labor work back in the day worried about what we're worrying right now. And that's why we have so much anxiety and depression and especially with our phones and having so much information being sent to us with Twitter and like news updates and messages from friends the one positive thing i do like about my phone is facetime and being able to talk to my loved ones but other than that i literally hate my phone so much i find joy in it and some things but it's like with the news and like all of this negative stuff i i could go without so i encourage you to look back in the day and just picture what you kind of think what life was like, obviously, back then, like, your grandparents' lives, and how they lived, and maybe their mindset, given, oh, my dog sneezed, given their circumstances, you know, no technology, uh, maybe no college after they graduate high school, you know, what is, what is it that you think of? When I think of that, I think of my grandparents' Um, my grandma and pappy, they got married at 18. They had my uncle, and they were able to start a family at a very young age, and then they had my mom 14 years later, and they were in a little house that they still live in to this day. And my grandma, she worked for the mentally challenged kids most of her life and my pappy was a big deal in the steel mill and when you think of life now and what my parents are going through and the stress that they have with work and the stress I even have as a teenager, or not a teenager, but in my 20s, going into college and trying to find a job and looking at how to be successful and consciously thinking that success is determined by money. And it's like, no, it's not. And also all the stuff that we feel like we need to do, we weren't made to do. And we were not made to hold this much capacity. And so I really hope that this podcast was more so like a perspective shift into like maybe you're going through a lot and you have some trauma and you have some baggage and you have things that you need to go through, but there's so much peace in knowing that look, I wasn't made to go through this and it's okay for me to feel this way and I really do encourage you to sit down and... If you want to talk to a voice in your head. If you want to talk to the Lord. If you want to talk to a therapist. If you want to just being able to output your thoughts and what you're going through to somebody else. And having that conversation, that deep and temple conversation to be able to lift that weight off of your shoulders. And to be able to free you from that weight is going to make you so much grateful when the weight is gone and you can finally like have clear eyes like your vision can probably even be better and it's like your mental health and your physical health are basically hand in hand and when your mental health is great so is your physical health like you know no acne and your digestive system and gut health and all of that stuff are basically normal and so just know that whatever you're going through, I am so sorry. I hate it for you. I really do. We, as a human- as human beings, we aren't made to go through all of what we're going through. So, for this podcast episode, it wasn't really that motivational, so to speak. I mean, maybe it was for some people, (laughs) but I hope that this perspective shift can put you at ease and- maybe makes you kind of think twice about everything that's going on in life and hopefully you won't determine success as a monetary value. So thank you for listening to this week's podcast episode. If you want to follow the podcast Instagram, it is at More Authenticity Podcast. I will have my personal Instagram linked below and our boutique and everything I'll just have in the show notes so if you don't mind if you're listening on Spotify please give us a little rating it's really easy you just literally hit the stars and then select any star that you want obviously the five is perfect and then um on Apple if you can give us a review and rating that would be great it really pushes the podcast out there and it helps so much I really appreciate everybody that's listening. Thank you so much to those who truly text and let me know that you listen to the podcast. It makes my day 110%. If you did listen to this episode, I would love it if you tagged me on Instagram. Because I know my friends that I follow will like repost on their stories, but they won't tag me. So I like don't see it. And so I don't know... I don't know. I'm like, I just, I want to see everybody that listens. So yes, if you could do that, that'd be great. I would love to see (laughs) again. And I will, I think that's it. I'll talk to you next week. Bye besties.